Hi everybody, this is Jeffrey Short for Market Scale. Amazon seems to have a presence in just about every corner of the retail world, and it recently took a step into yet another market. This summer, the company launched Amazon Commercial, its first B2B private label. The lineup includes bulk items like toilet paper, tissues, and paper towels. And to break it all down, we are joined by Kiri Masters. Kiri is the founder of Bobsled Marketing and a Forbes contributor who recently penned the appropriately titled Amazon Launches Its First B2B Private Label Brand last week. Kerry, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Jeffrey. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Um, I wanted to just get right into the B2B implications uh, that this has, Uh, but can you first tell me a little bit about maybe Amazon's B2B presence before the launch of this private label? Yeah, so previously, Amazon didn't have any private labels in this specific category. They had a handful of exclusive brands, which is essentially where Amazon has an agreement with the manufacturer to co-create a brand together. And that manufacturer then gives up any right to sell and market that brand on other platforms. So if you go into this arrangement with Amazon, you can't sell that brand on Walmart or eBay or on your own site. So they had about 11 Amazon exclusive brands in the business and industrial category, but this is the first one that they've come out with that's its own Amazon brand, Amazon commercial. And like you said, it's it's all paper products for now. Um, and so it was big news just simply because it's Amazon's first foray into B2B products. Yeah. And your company, Bobsled, helps other retailers get onto Amazon, correct? And so <clears throat> I just wanted yeah. to ask, where do you see maybe the biggest growth opportunity in B2B for Amazon? You know, They're starting here, like you said, with paper products, office supplies, but um, is there a particular industry within B2B, whether it's restaurants or in the architecture space, anything uh, in the B2B world that you think Amazon really has an opportunity to grow in? Hmm. That's a really good question. If, it, if um, I mean, Amazon knows exactly what they're going to do next in, right. in this area. <laughs> they have all the sales data. Mm-hmm. They know what people are looking at but not buying. And my personal hypothesis is that Amazon doesn't want to become a house of brands or a manufacturer or anything like that. My viewpoint is that they are across all of these private labels that they've created, they are simply filling in their assortment. They're looking at products and brands on the low end, maybe brands that are just sort of created from factories directly in China and they're really going down the value route. And then there's other brands that are high end, invest in R&D, have a really strong brand and national brands. And so Amazon is always scanning their environment and looking at their assortment and figuring out, hmm, we don't really have a middle of the road option in this category. And that's where I think that that's why they looked at this specific paper products category and recognized that people are interested in value, of course, but they also want to have, they want to be buying from a brand that they trust, maybe paying a little bit less than they would from, uh, for products from Scott, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wanted to ask specifically about the private label benefits for Amazon. Uh, You made a great point here and in the article about how they sort of plug in the gaps of where they uh, see needs in the market. So 
what is the value for Amazon of actually creating their own private line of products as opposed to just being sort of that open marketplace for other products? Mm. Well, again, I, th I think it's about covering all bases and uh, with, within the marketplace model and their direct retail relationships that they have with, man with manufacturers, they're able to cover a lot of ground. And so they really want to fill out the assortment. So there's no reason for anyone to go shopping on walmart.com or Target or um, in the case of B2B with distributors. So um, I think that that's really what their end game is here is is to cover all bases and be all things to all people. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think you mentioned in your article as well, just the growth of B2B in general. Why mm. are we seeing such an expansion in the B2B marketplace uh, over the last couple of years? Well, it's. Um, I think you, your listeners would know better than anyone that the B2B <laughs> commerce market is twice the size of B2C, uh, B2C but B2C is um, where all the, the news is and all the attention is and all, where the latest technology gets rolled out first. So B2B buyers are working off of um, – old systems and old workflows and in quite a, you know, very established and entrenched supply chains. Um, and I think that Amazon, they, they launched their B2B uh, buying platform, I think it was 2016. So it's been around for a while and they've really tried to get into hospitals and uh, industrial um, and governmental departments and things like that. It's unclear because they don't publish any numbers around this. It's unclear how much penetration they've exactly been getting into the, the buyers on that side. But I think that also by launching these these private label brands, it, it sort of helps with a bit more of the credibility of buying uh, office supplies, medical supplies, uh, school supplies from Amazon directly. Yeah, and you had a great section in your article about what national brands can learn from this news and from Amazon in general. Can you elaborate a little bit on what your takeaways were there and maybe what other retailers uh, should be keeping in mind? Yeah, so going back to the point around Amazon's kind of filling in their assortment, what we see as a trend across all of Amazon's private label brands, and there's about 140 of them right now, is that Amazon doesn't really play with the extreme, you know, premium kind of price points. And they generally, with the exception of Amazon Basics, which is selling batteries and things like that very cheaply, most private label brands aren't on the super cheap side as well. So I think that, that that's telling for national brands as, as well to know that, hey, if, if, we, if we're investing in R&D, if we're investing in customer research, if we're investing in developing our brand, then and you've got something unique and defensible there, then a lot of shoppers, are, a lot of consumers on, on the B2B side as well, they're going to want to continue purchasing from you and not necessarily take a chance on an Amazon private label brand. So I think if, if a national brand has really, they've been putting the effort in and they're releasing new versions of their product, they're refining their formula, they're refining their product, then it won't be so much of an issue as for the, like a pure commodity kind of brand where you have no real differentiator. 
That's really interesting. And then I guess lastly, I wanted to just kind of get your opinion, your take on uh, maybe the forecast for this and maybe some challenges that Amazon might face. Kind of what do you think uh, the immediate future holds here? Well, I think what Amazon's up against is really entrenched supply chain behavior and, and the fact that a, a, a B2B customer has relationships with distributors and through traditional channels that are um, difficult to unwind or you know require a lot of red tape to go through. As a consumer, I don't need to ask anyone permission about which site I go and buy um, right. my <laughs> toilet paper from. But in a B2B context, there is a lot of um, th- there's a lot of relationships that are entrenched and contracts and things like that. So this is this is something that's going to take a while for Amazon to really make a uh, a strong foothold in, I believe. But at, I mean, I can see the appeal of this market to Amazon. It's twice the size of B two C. B two C retail uh, that their um, their growth is really slowing down on the B2C side. And so where is their massive growth potential? And I think that's on the B2B side. Fantastic. Well, Carrie, thanks so much for your perspective. Again, the article on Forbes that came out last week is titled Amazon launches its first B2B private label brand. It's a pretty exciting venture and we'll be following it closely. Um, So thanks so much again, Carrie, and uh, we should do this again sometime. Thank you, Jeffrey. This interview is part of the MarketScale Contributor Program. If you'd like to be featured as a contributor on MarketScale.com, please submit content to publications at MarketScale.com or head to our publications pages at MarketScale.com industries to see more. 